When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The weekly transit. The weekly transit. The weekly transit. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the weekly transit, where we talk about what's happening in the planets and stars and how it affects us here on Earth. I'm Ingrid Iverson, and I'm here with my friend and brilliant astrologer, Scott Tajarian. Hello, Scott. Hi, Ingrid. What's happening? It's the last day of August. August 31st. August 31st. What themes are happening for us this week? This week? Well, this week is all about the full moon. There's like three big things happening. There's the full moon in Pisces. So the sun in Virgo opposing the moon in Pisces, full We'll talk more about that when we get to that day. Then there's also Mercury is moving into Libra and Venus is moving into Leo. So there's going to be a lot of energy shifts that occur this week. So I'm thinking of it as like the fish, the scales, and the lion. Those are the characters for this week. So like the subconscious balance and courage? Courage, sure. Yeah. So it's like detailing your dreams because there's a lot of Virgo energy still happening because the sun is in Virgo. So detailing your dreams, flexing your analytical mind, cleansing your body. And once you do that, you can gracefully and eloquently express your partnership value with pride. So relationships. Like last week, we talked a lot about the origin of of your relationships we talked about you married your father or your mother it's like oh right yeah reflecting on our relationships from from how we were nurtured in our present life yes so once you're able to rectify what that is about then you're able to be reborn in a sense and get back to the fun of relationships so monday august 31st it's so interesting to me because like these alignments the way that they happen in a rhythm last monday we talked about mercury in virgo aligning with chiron in aries september 6th here we are today on monday august 31st we've got the sun in virgo aligning with chiron in aries so a week after mercury brought your conscious mind and conscious awareness in uncomfortable alignment with your insecurities, it comes back again in a different way with the sun. The sun brings light, life, and vitality to wherever it goes. So the sun is going to be shining a somewhat unflattering light on your insecurities. Ooh, fun. That's a good time, right? Make sure you're taking care of yourself so even though you're feeling some discomfort, you can move through it with having any meltdowns that could be a good self-nurturing day yeah self-nurturing self-care how can you best cleanse your mind and return to the pristine unblemished human version of yourself it's like when we look back at the wound it's like there's something wrong with us 
but the whole point of the wound is to recognize that that was the whole purpose to teach us some sort of lesson yes there is a wound but we are able to heal and grow from our wound and that's why it's perfect so really caring for yourself in that way analyzing and looking at it but being of service to yourself in some way taking care of yourself and then on tuesday september 1st that's when the sun moves into opposition with the moon in pisces creating the full moon so the new moon was a couple weeks ago that's when the moon was at the same degree in the same sign as the sun and then moved past now we're two weeks away from that and the moon is directly opposite the sun during the new moon it was about planting the seeds of the coming harvest which when we planted those seeds it was about having bold dreams sovereignty bold creativity it was in leo and Leo's all about sovereignty, about courage, creativity, having fun, playing games, being the child, playing make-believe, love and romance. So now it's time to reap the benefits of what we planted a couple weeks ago? Yes. Now's the time to show the harvest. And with the moon in Pisces, Pisces is about dreams. Pisces is about fantasy. But the light that is reflecting off of the moon in Pisces is from the perfectionist, the virgin, Virgo. Now is the time to indulge in those dreams, but also plan for them. Bring them into reality. Virgo is like all about the planning and the... The planning. And if you don't plan... Then how can it come to life? There has to be a process. So the sun is shining the light on the moon, so you can see the dream, see the details of the dream, write those details down, bring it into reality. And the moon in Pisces is the emotions. So the dream that you're most emotionally connected to. Is the one you want to nurture? Yes. Then on the same day, Mercury, the planet of communication, the planet that represents your conscious mind, how you receive information, process that information, and communicate that information to others. Mercury in Virgo, the sign that it rules, symbolized by the Virgin. This is helping your mind see the details, get organized, clean house, cleanse. Mercury is in alignment with Pluto. Pluto is the god of death, lord of the underworld, the planet of transformation. It's This is such a fascinating alignment to me when Mercury aligns with Pluto. There's two reasons why. Number one, when you're thinking of the language of astrology, there's three root symbols. The circle of spirit, which represents your eternal soul, no beginning, no end. The crescent of receptivity, which represents giving, receiving, teaching, learning. And the cross of matter, which represents the four elements of matter. Those are the three symbols that make up all of the planetary symbols. At least one of them is in all the planetary symbols. But what makes this interesting is that Pluto... And Mercury are all three symbols. So Pluto is a circle of spirit on top of a cross of matter with the crescent of receptivity in between, symbolizing the transformation that occurs to your eternal soul in the world of matter. Mercury is the circle of spirit on top of a cross of matter with the crescent of receptivity on top instead of in between. Mercury represents the conscious mind. The other interesting thing about it is Pluto is Lord of the Underworld. 
Mercury is the guide of souls to the underworld. So there is something special about this alignment. These are two planetary forces that work together in the myths. So in order to bring your dream into reality, you need to think differently than you've thought before. And in order to think differently than you thought before, to create a new dream, you need to transform your mind. And so that is exactly what's happening here. Mercury is aligned with Pluto, transforming the way that you think, particularly because Pluto is in Capricorn. Capricorn is the sign that's symbolized by the goat, the character that is on the top of the mountain peak, representing authority, ambition, achievement. So think about your dream how you're going to bring it into reality, how that connects to what you want to be when you grow up or when you reach the top of whatever your ambitions are and change the way that you think in a new detailed way, map it out so that you can realize your dream. So even though it sounds kind of dark, Mercury is the guide of souls to the underworld and Pluto is the god of the underworld. So it's a death of the old way of doing things but you have someone to guide you there, which it can be difficult to go through a transformation, a death of anything. So having Mercury there to support that transformation to get you where you want to be in your ambitions. In order to achieve your dream that is new, you have to change the way that you think. You have to transform it. And Mercury is that guide leading you to the underworld. Your soul has left its body and now it's going to transition into a new body so out with the old in with the new in the way that you're thinking yes and be compassionate along the way because that's what pisces is all about compassion so find compassion for yourself wednesday september 2nd the sun in virgo again this is the third day in a row we're talking about the sun the sun is a major player this week, just like Mercury was a major player last week. Mercury is leading the way in front of the sun now. And so all the planets that we heard Mercury connecting to last week, we're hearing the sun connect to this week. Last week, Mercury aligned with Uranus, the planet of the unexpected, the planet of revolution, rebellion, innovation, and independence. Uranus is in Taurus, the sign symbolized by the bull, representing financial security in all matters of the material. So we're talking about changing the way that you think. If you change the way that you think, you also have to change your identity. And Uranus in Taurus is asking everybody to really take a hard look at what it is you need to feel secure materially in our reality, what you need to feel secure in the material world. What is it that you truly value and why? The sun in Virgo, Virgo's all about the details. So it's bringing light to those dusty corners of your house that you normally don't notice. The floorboards or whatever. You're like, oh God, when was the last time those were cleaned? Or you open your closet and you're like, why is this here? So that's what's happening right now with the sun In Virgo, connecting to Uranus and Taurus, this is a time to really clean house. Literally and and figuratively. Yes. A clean home is a clean mind. Clean home, clean mind. You clear out your home, all of a sudden your mind feels 
more clear. You're able to think. You have the space to to what, Ingrid? I mean, you, this is something so just, you do. What's that experience like for you? It's very therapeutic. Just going through your old stuff and getting rid of things you don't need and cleaning out the like dusty corners. You really are looking at your past and looking at things that you don't use that don't serve you anymore and throwing them in the garbage. So in looking at something that you don't want anymore, it brings up memories, it brings up your past, and then you throw it in the trash and that's like getting rid of it from your psyche as well. Just only having in front of you what you need and what serves you right now. It just goes hand in hand whether you think about it consciously or not. That's exactly what happens. Even when we clean our car, it's like a clean slate. It's a it's fresh, fresh start. Yeah. Fresh start. Yeah. Well, that's what, that's what Wednesday is all about. Fresh start. It's a real opportunity for a fresh start clean slate make it happen thursday september 3rd three planets connecting to each other at once this is very powerful this is why i encourage everyone to know their astrological code because when you have three planets or three astrological pieces this actually isn't three planets this is two planets in the north node but I think about it as like a board game. So we have three pieces on a board that are all at the same number, 25. So if you look at your astrological code and you say, what pieces on my board game of astrology are at 25? Or what houses are at 25? That's going to tell you a story in terms of how these three astrological pieces are aligning in your astrological code. So how they're affecting you directly. But the three pieces are Mercury that we've talked about. Communication and the conscious mind. Correct. In? Virgo. Yes, Virgo, which it rules. It's connecting to Saturn in Capricorn, which it rules. Again, these are two planets that are in positions of power. Mercury in Virgo, which it rules. Saturn, the planet of restriction, limitation, hard work, mastery. Karma, authority, ambition, achievement in the sign of Capricorn, symbolized by the goat, the goat and the virgin teaming up here. So is this a stressful connection? Capricorn is cardinal earth. Virgo is mutable earth. It's actually a harmonious connection because they're both earth. Earth knows earth. Even if they're opposite. The modalities are never the same when you're talking about two signs of the same element. Oh, that makes sense. Exactly. There's only one cardinal earth sign, one fixed earth sign, and one mutable earth sign. So anything of the same element element is going to be a harmonious connection. Correct. Okay. Because they understand each other. So it would be your ambition and achievement connecting with the conscious mind. So this should be an easy time to plan for your future and communicate that to people for your career for your ambitions like really like mapping it out planning it out taking the steps the authority wants a good assistant and mercury is like the the planner the planner is making the list keeping the schedule and the authority says oh good everything's taken care of here everything's in order in order Yes. So we cleared out some stuff yesterday, and now we have the tools to put it back together today and the space. Yes. Yes. Now, the third piece is the North Node. The North Node symbolizes the karmic pathway of your soul, your soul's purpose. Right now, the North Node is in Gemini. Gemini is 
the sign of communication, it's also ruled by Mercury. Mercury rules Virgo, Mercury rules Gemini, both signs. But Virgo is mutable Earth, Gemini is mutable Air. So it's a stressful connection. Yes, because they're both mutable, but one is Earth and one is Air. Air and Earth don't mix. Those are two elements that create tension with one another. So even though you're having this connection with turning your dreams into reality by being organized and being able to achieve your ambitions, it can be uncomfortable to communicate this to other people. Exactly. Exactly. Because right now with the North Node in Gemini, we're all learning how to be better communicators. What is your soul's purpose as a communicator? How can you learn to better share ideas or listen to the ideas of other people? So is this a day where you just want to focus on yourself and planning, not interact with other people? Or do you still need that interaction and to move through it so you can grow? Well, you might need that interaction. You might need help to activate your plan. So it might be uncomfortable in communication when you're trying to tell someone, this is my soul's purpose and this is how I need to get there. Can you help me? Yes. So maybe just being patient with the other person because you do need assistance on your path. Yes, exactly. That's it. 100%. You can't avoid everyone all the time. (laughs) 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 And even if you can then you're still stuck with yourself. As like we've learned from like the whole quarantine lifestyle, people that are just alone by themselves 100% of the time are just like, this sucks! You know, like eventually you want and need human interaction. Friday, September 4th, we have another three-planet connection. Back-to-back days three planets connecting at once. So again, if you're looking at your astrological code, the big number here is 27. Mercury has now moved on a couple degrees from 25 to 27, and it aligns with Mars. The planet of action. Yes, the planet of action, the god of war. And just like Mercury yesterday on Thursday was aligned with another planet that is in its ruling sign, Saturn in Capricorn, Mars is also in its ruling sign, Aries. So Mercury is in the sign that it rules, Virgo. Mars is in the sign that it rules, Aries. This is the Ram and the Virgin. So bringing your thoughts into action. Mercury is the mind in communicating. Mars is acting, leading. The third planet that comes into alignment with Mercury and Mars is Venus. So you have Mars the god of war, aligned with Venus, the goddess of love, aligned with Mercury, the messenger of the gods. Venus is in Cancer. The emotions. The emotions. So this is this going to be uncomfortable? It's complicated. (laughs) It's complicated. It's how you're working with the energy. So you have Venus in Cancer, which is cardinal water, which is the crab. The crab is that goofy, sideways-walking creature that lives by the beach and is very determined to get to where it needs to go to continue its family lineage, cardinal water. The ram, Aries, is cardinal fire. The ram doesn't walk sideways and isn't subtle. It smacks you without warning. So they're both cardinal because cancer leads us into a season, Aries leads us into another season, 
They both want to lead. They're both very determined to get to where they need to go, but they have a different way of going about it. So since they're both cardinal, that creates a very strong alignment. But cancer is water. Water extinguishes fire, which is Aries, and fire boils water. So we're having a conflict of communication styles in relationship. I would say this is a conflict between masculine and feminine energies. Mars is the god of war. Venus is the goddess of love, maybe. But this is where it gets complicated because Mercury, the planet of communication, the messenger of the gods, is in Virgo. Virgo is Earth. Cancer is water. Earth and water work well together. So it's like maybe there there's going to be some good communication in relationship where you're able to really articulate what it is you're thinking and get down to the details of it all. But then putting it into action and actually doing it is going to run into some roadblocks and that can create some frustration. Trying to keep our minds open to someone else's perspective can make everything run more smoothly. (sighs) Since there's that duality of the energies it doesn't mean whether you're male or female everyone has their own communication style so that's what can be conflicting so yes. being open to someone having a different perspective being patient with each other and really trying to understand where the other person's coming from i love that you said open mind and being willing to see a new perspective because with mercury and virgo the the mind tends to get a little narrow a little too focused on the minutiae. So being willing to just stretch it out a little bit, listen to the other side, listen to a different opinion, and in doing so, that's when you might be able to find a little more harmony in getting to where you need to go. We made it through Friday. And now, Saturday and Sunday is when the energies shift. So on Friday... Mercury was at 27 and 28 degrees in Virgo. There's 30 degrees in each sign. It starts at zero. It ends at 29. So on Saturday, Mercury moves to zero degrees in Libra. So the planet that rules the conscious mind and how you communicate in the cardinal air sign of Libra, which is symbolized by the scales, which represents balance, harmony, equanimity, charm, grace. So Mercury is moving into Libra, which is going to bring our conscious mind into the direction of relationships, working on communicating in relationships with your lover, with your wife, your husband, your best friend, whoever, your business partner, whoever the closest people that you are in relation to with in your life. That's what this period is about. Now, Mercury is going to be in Libra for an extended period because it's going to move into Scorpio and then it's going to move back to Libra. You know why it's going to move back to Libra? Retrograde. Yes. We're getting near to that point again. On September 23rd, is when Mercury moves into its retrograde shadow. That means it has reached a point where it will return to again. During this period, you want to really be careful about the commitments you're making, the decisions you're making. If you're making any big decisions, really think, is this something that has been in the works prior to September 23rd? 
Or did this just come out of the blue? And now I'm really wanting to act upon it, especially in your relationships. Like if you decide to break up with somebody or end a partnership in some way, did this idea come up after September 23rd? Or before September 23rd, if it came up just kind of out of the blue after September 23rd, then you might end up regretting it by the time Mercury moves out of its shadow. So September 23rd is when Mercury moves into its shadow. On October 13th is when Mercury begins moving backwards, begins its retrograde, and then the retrograde ends on November 3rd. But it doesn't move out of its shadow until November 19th. So what we're looking at here is from September 23rd to November 19th. That's where you want to be really mindful on how your mind is working in your relationships, in your closely bonded relationships. Really be patient with your partner. Be patient with yourself and how you're communicating. Are you excited, Ingrid? To have more patience? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, we've been working on communication in the past couple of months, so hopefully I have prepared myself for this retrograde properly. Well, this is like the beauty of the planets and the energies and how they're working is in the, pa- in the last retrograde, which the retrograde shadow was June 1st to July 26th. During that period, Venus... The planet that rules Libra, the planet of relationships, was in the sign of communication, which is ruled by Mercury, Gemini, and it was doing its retrograde shadow from April 9th to July 28th. So this, everything that you learned between April 9th to July 28th has prepared you for what you're going to experience during this coming retrograde shadow in your relationships between September 23rd and November 19th. So this is like, okay, what you learned, put it into work here, see how it materializes in your relationships. So just one more recap. September 23rd, Mercury moves into its shadow. October 13th, Mercury retrogrades. November 3rd, Mercury moves direct. November 19th, Mercury moves out of its shadow. So those are the dates to remember. On to Sunday, September 6th, Venus and Leo. That's what's happening today. And it's really wild to me just thinking about how all these planets are like working together because Mercury in Libra is about learning to communicate in relationships, but Venus in Leo is about finding that sovereignty in relationships. Like, I am the queen of this relationship. I am the king of this relationship. So, Mercury in Libra is communicating in in relationships, but the planet of relationships is in a very bold position. So, as you're communicating, are you communicating from a benevolent place of sovereignty or a tyrannical place of sovereignty. What do you mean by benevolent? Benevolent is well-meaning, is generous. So expressing yourself, kind of your needs and wants without being a complete dickhead. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so this is what's going to happen until Venus moves into Virgo. So Venus is in Leo from today 
September 6th to October 2nd. So this is a time to really shine in your relationship. Bring your warmth to your partner. Or to whoever you're close to. Yeah, exactly. Your close personal relationships. Can we have a little recap, maybe? Well, the theme was the fish, the scales, and the lion. So, the beginning of the week, we were taking a detailed look at your self-confidence and where it needs work, where it needs help. And then Tuesday was the full moon in Pisces, which is about detailing your dreams, seizing your dream, and writing it down. It's all about taking the thought to words, the words to action. That's what this week is about. Transforming your conscious mind. Because in order to bring your dream into reality, the dream doesn't exist now. So if you want to bring your dream into reality, you have to change the way that you think. And now we've the end of the week, we're kind of moving more into relationships. So by the end of the week, you've changed the way that you think. You've dealt with some conflict in relationships, but you've been able to work them out because you keep your mind open. You're looking for another perspective. You are uh, radically thinking different and you're able to think different because you've been cleansing your body. You've been organizing your house. You've been purging from whatever it is you don't need in your life anymore to create the space for the dream to exist in reality. And then once you're able to do that, then you can start working on how you're communicating in your relationship and you can come to the relationship from a place of sovereign pride. Anything else for the week? I think that's it. Amazing. Thank you. We'll see you all next week. See you next week. All right. Well, wrapping up the week, if you want to follow us on Instagram at The Weekly Transit, we post every day uh, little tips on what we talk about here on the podcast. If you want to support the podcast, you can rate us five stars on iTunes or Spotify. The Weekly Transit was edited by Ingrid Iverson. If you'd like to follow The Weekly Transit email or if you'd like a reading with Scott, theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit. The Weekly Transit. The Weekly Transit.